Hi, I'm Liz Stokel. And I'm Debbie Rude. We're Dancing with Skeletons. We know what it's like to keep our past hidden away, like skeletons in a closet. We also know the healing that comes from acknowledging who we used to be and how much we've learned. So every once in a while, we dance with our skeletons. So come dance with us. Hi, Liz. Hey, Deb. We just had a little bit of a glitch. We definitely had a glitch. But that's okay. So Life is filled with glitches we, we, these days. We figure maybe we, we, we just would have said something that... I don't know. You have kind of a punny mouth. Maybe you said something. Did I swear on the last one? <laughs> no, I know I said I spelled out a, a swear word in the one. <laughs> Wouldn't it be hilarious, though, if the computer just said, oh, no, sorry, Deb. Sorry, Deb, but you just said a swear word. I'm shutting down. I don't know why I have such a bad potty mouth. I really Because you're smart. We've talked really about that before. Smart. smart people have potty mouths. <laughs> You know what? We are going to talk a little bit about holiday gatherings. Do you have a, that uncle or whatever who says things well, that shouldn't be said you at know, holiday gatherings? When when I was married the first time, and in the beginning of our uh, of our relationship, and we would gather over at his mom's, there were individuals there that ultimately it would always end in some hideous, awful argument, and it was really, really super uncomfortable and not fun, and what's funny about that now is that one of those people now we wouldn't be having an argument with because we've, I have shifted and changed uh-huh. where I was then, and so are these, were these arguments like centered around religion and religion politics? Religion and politics. It's oh always religion and politics. I can't even remember... Is there any other thing people fight about on 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 the holiday? On the holidays. Uh uh-uh. uh It's always that. So. Well, or sometimes like the past. You know, they bring up things from the past. I guess. That, yeah. Uh, yeah. That sometimes, and you're like, that happened thirty years ago. You haven't let that go yet. You yeah. Know, right. Those right. Kinds of things. Right. But yeah, I don't. You know, there have been some very very uncomfortable moments, but not not. We actually, in that family situation, got to a place where we, if someone was going to be there, maybe we would show up later, or we, we, we were able to navigate it so that we weren't in the middle of an incident. Oh, yeah. So we were able to, I think navigate's a good word. Yeah. You know, navigating those waters, those (laughs) rough waters. We'll be there for dessert. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, when my kids were little, I used to have birthday parties that included both sides of the family. And there came a point when one member of one family said something to another member of another family that offended me Mm -hmm. it offended them but it also offended me because this was my home Mm -hmm. and I wanted to have peace in my home yeah and so after that I had birthday parties 
two separate birthday parties for you know the different members of the family because I just didn't want to have that in my home. Yeah, I and, don't blame you. Yeah, and I've had I've had a couple. In fact, there was one incident um, several years ago that for me was the line in the sand and I said that's it I'm not having people over at my house anymore yeah. or not having these people at my home I'll go to their home I'll meet someplace else I don't love them any less but I just need for my home to be, to be a your, safe place yeah your little sanctuary yeah I, 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 I feel the same I recently now these weren't holiday gatherings but um, recently in within the last year and actually one of them within the last few weeks had um, a dinner invite and um, with with a couple that and this is two different couples that I know were different ideologically mm-hmm. on, on a, in a couple areas politically mainly and um, and I just decided in my mind that you know if we don't have anything else to talk about then then maybe, We've outgrown our friendship, and maybe they're, you know, maybe it just, and that's that can be fine. Mm-hmm. Friendships can be outgrown, but I decided to set a boundary with with both of these couples, a, a nice, loving one, just saying, "Hey, you guys, we'd love to get together, but just can we not talk about politics and religion? Can right. we just leave that out? There's a lot more that we ha- share." Um, and can we just leave leave that out? And in both of the instances, it was left out. And in both of the instances, we had a great time. And um, that's awesome because I think that we are in the middle of a culture war. We are. An absolute culture war. And we feel the need to tell other people how to live. Yeah. And I don't some, know why we do that. Well, I... I I don't either. And and some of us believe that this country was founded on these values and some other people believe the country was founded on these values. Mm-hmm. And so we want everybody to come together and share our values because we believe that that unifies the country. When in reality, this country was founded on the value of really freedom. Right. Freedom of and from religion and the freedom to pursue your own, you know, personal without injuring other people. That's correct. And so the fact that we, you know, feel the need to tell other people how they should live because they're Americans, or worse, how other people in other countries should live mm-hmm. because America knows how to do it better. Right. I mean, it just it just feels really antithetical to to the values on which America was founded, to be, and, well, to be and, honest. Yeah, it is. It is. For anybody to say that anyone is better than anybody else or the way that they do something is more right than somebody else, I mean, we are a melting pot here. Yeah. We we are. We have all, all kinds of people who believe all kinds of things, and there has to be some respect Um you know, back to Thanksgiving and kind of the spirit of Thanksgiving, um, which is going to be here in two days. I know. I, I call it Thanksgiving week, you know. <laughs> but I, I really do try to kind of um, sit in 
my own thankfulness like what what am I really thankful for you know and Mm -hmm. and grateful for and there's so so much to be thankful for and it reminds me of times when I've traveled to other countries and um, have been in other cultures places on this planet where there is severe poverty Mm -hmm. and always come away feeling like I'm the one who has poverty in, mm-hmm. in my heart because I've always felt every single time and I've been I've been out of the country and into a very impoverished place three or four different times mm-hmm. and um, always come away with the feeling that the people there are so much more grateful the people have so much more happiness and joy mm-hmm. what is wrong with me you know, right? You know, so um, so I, I, I think about that kind of stuff a lot. Yeah, you know, during Thanksgiving. So I completely concur because I too have been in very impoverished places, and I've seen you know people live in little tiny villages mm-hmm. with no electricity and only six people in a little room about as big as a tin shack. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, with a piece of fabric that just separates mm-hmm. uh, maybe one the front room, you know, the living room mm-hmm. from the sleeping quarters, um, and uh, and they they are so giving and generous and generous yeah Yeah. I heard a story um one friend of ours went to Africa and she was in Africa for a few weeks and so she came home from this incredible experience where she had seen so many things and was trying to process all of that and she said that when she walked into her house her mom said look at this new trash can I just got all you have to do is wave your hand over the top of it and it opens without you having to touch it look at this and she just said really really mom I I just came from a place where people have nothing where people you know are killing goats in order to survive or you know right, right. selling rats on the side of the road and you're showing me this trash can it just to her it's like that moment whoa yeah it was a complete <laughs> culture shift yeah and it felt like it felt like this this completely she said it just felt like this decadence that mm-hmm. America was we were excited over these trash cans right. you know it just seemed like the ultimate in decadence i think for me when coming home from one of those experiences and the worst thing you can do is go to the grocery store mm-hmm. because now you're just really hitting the face with okay how many kinds of cereal <laughs> do we have like yeah. Ah, we're yeah. So, yeah. Th- Thanksgiving is a is a really good holiday. Do you have um holiday memories of you know that were like awesome holidays? Yeah, a couple of them. I remember being I moved to Memphis, Tennessee when I was 19 years old and it was something I just did on a whim, you know, just got in my car and, and drove. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, when our, when my kids grew up and they wanted to do that, I'm going to go here and I'm going to go there. Our daughter moved to Africa and, you know, our two sons, you know, have flitted here and there. And um, I, what can I say? I, I can't say no. I can't discourage them right. from doing that because that's exactly what I did when I was young. And um, I moved to Memphis, Tennessee, and I went to work for a musical group um and 
and had this sweet little life. But I had only been there. I got there maybe a few weeks before Thanksgiving. So I didn't really know anybody. But I remember on Christmas Eve, I was invited over to this family's home. This beautiful mansion, the most beautiful home I've ever been in in my life in Germantown, Tennessee. And they invited me into their home and they gave me a gift and they fed me a meal. And it was so, mm-hmm. it felt so special. I felt so important, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah. And I hadn't spent Thanksgiving with anybody because I'd been, I just stayed at you, home and right. watched the parade. I didn't know anybody. Right. But the next day, the day after Thanksgiving, somebody brought me a turkey sandwich. Nice. You know, a turkey sandwich with brown bread and mayonnaise. I do. I know that turkey sandwich. (laughs) You know, it's so good. Mm -hmm. And it's wrapped up in all kinds of family memories Mm -hmm. and childhood memories. So the fact that these people brought me a turkey sandwich. That's so sweet. And then I was there for Christmas Eve. That was a really special was a really special holiday, Mm -hmm. you know. It sounds like it. Yeah. And then there was another time when... um, I won't go into too many details about how we got to this place, but we spent Thanksgiving at a rehab in the middle of um, nice. Utah. Okay. And I am telling you, there was so much love and appreciation and gratitude mm-hmm. at this place because here are families who maybe just weeks or even months before had lost hope, we're living in fear, right? Um, and here we were all gathered together with this group of people that just a few weeks before were strangers, mm-hmm. and now are people that you love, right? you love then, and right. you love now, I right. mean, even now, years later, I still love those people, mm-hmm. because we shared a moment in time, and we shared that level of hope and gratitude and appreciation and love and that was super special i can super I special can, i mean i can i can imagine that i mean because you know at a facility like that there's a lot of people in pain and there's a lot of scary mm-hmm. stuff surrounding the individuals who are there and mm-hmm. so to have all of those family members there that are there to support their family member who's there and right. all of that. I I can I can feel that. Gives yeah. me goosebumps. I can feel it. It was so. beautiful. I even remember one. I remember sitting at the table and we're all eating turkey and and pumpkin pie. I have a great picture of my family at this at this incredible gathering. And I remember a mother and father walked in with their daughter who was probably about fifteen or sixteen at the time. And um and just kind of walked her in, and then they left. So here it is Thanksgiving, and they're leaving their child wow. at this place wow. um, in hopes of coming back in a few weeks or a few months to a whole and healthy child, right. which they, in fact, did. And, um, you know, what I noticed, what I saw when I saw this family walk in and drop off their daughter was I saw incredible love. I saw sacrifice. Mm -hmm. I saw somebody who didn't say, hey, it's Thanksgiving. I want everything. I want to pretend like everything's perfect. Right. They saw this day as an opportunity to save their child's life. And they did it. 
That's awesome. And uh, you know, those are those are really special memories for me. Yeah, I, I mean, I can I can totally see why, and and um, so thank you for sharing all that. Yeah. I I don't really have any experience like that. I do have experiences where. Our family has gone and, and served at a soup kitchen or a, you know, like a rescue mission kind of a place. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, of course, then we go back later on and enjoy our own big food thing. Yeah. Um, we also used to do a fun run thing as a family, and the money would go to an organization, a, usually a hunger organization. Mm-hmm. And the other cool thing we've done is we used to take this walk, and it was the Thanksgiving walk. And it was all the people in our neighborhood where my mom lives and the family, and we would take this walk. They lived near um, Folsom Lake, oh, so you could near walk Sacramento. Uh-huh. So mm-hmm. you could walk down to Folsom Lake, and mm-hmm. but all the people who were on this walk would would give money, and it was it's an organization called an I think it's called Heifer, and they're a an international organization that um, for. I don't know what the money amounts are, but I'll just, for example, maybe it's $1,000. Mm-hmm. And you can buy a cow, a milk cow, mm-hmm. for a family somewhere in, a, in another country. Mm-hmm. Or you can buy, you know, for $300, you can buy 10 chickens right. for a family so they can right. have eggs and that sort of thing. So right. we've done that. But, it, it, yeah, it's, it's a nice kind of a sense of feeling like you're stepping outside of your own little zone and doing something for somebody else Um, you know when you when you do things for other people it increases the gratitude in you it does for what you have it does you know when you're when you're just made aware of the needs of other people somehow it it, yeah not only does it bless you by helping them out but it also increases your own gratitude it also takes you out for for a brief moment of your own stuff that you might your own problems right you know and it gives you maybe some perspective of well i'm not the only person who has issues there's a lot of a lot of worse things that are going on around me right. you know and and so that's and that's not to diminish people's problems because we all have issues and you mm-hmm. know so I don't know. I, I, I'm a holiday person. I love the holidays. Well, and you love to give gifts. It's like your love language. I do. Is... I, I love to give <laughs> presents, and I love to decorate, and I love to go shopping, and I, and I, I don't know. I, I, I do. I love all that. So I have an easy time of, you know, I was listening to my favorite James Taylor Christmas CD when oh, I was, gosh. when I was, well, it's not a CD anymore. I'm old, people. I call it a CD, but it was really in my phone. And it was streaming, but <laughs> there was nothing physical about no, it. No, I didn't just, put a CD just in coming CD through the cloud. cloud. <laughs> so I wish it was still a CD, but anyway, I was listening to James sing me Christmas songs. Oh, I, I don't know. I, I I'm sort of sentimental that way. I, I enjoy the holidays. I loved it when my kids were small, and we would dress up, and I would put. My daughter and me in little matching clothes, and Carter and Zach would be in little matching clothes, and 
I don't know. I, I loved all that. You know, I actually used to have, I used to make little um, uh, biblical costumes for my kids mm -hmm. and kind of throw them on. It was one step above a bathrobe, you know, nice. they, were, they were not quite the bathrobe, but they were, you know, a little bit better than that. And um, I would have them act out that the, uh, the, the Christmas story from the Bible. And so not just my kids, but like my nieces and nephews. Mm -hmm. And I would take pictures and we would read the story That's and cute. we would have each one of them play a part mm -hmm. and it was just something that I would do you know pretty often uh, for cute. probably three or four years in a row mm -hmm. at Christmas time uh, so those are those are some fun memories back when the kids I could manipulate them and control them and make them <laughs> do what I wanted them to do yeah. um, but I, I hope that you know my nieces and nephews who have uh, not lost contact because I still see them on occasion, but they're not as integral a part of our life as mm -hmm. they once were. And uh, I hope that they remember sure. those years. I'm not sure that they do because they were awfully young, but I, I hope yeah. that they remember. Yeah. You know? I Well, we both have been, we were involved in so much church for so long, and there's always... Christmas programs and mm -hmm. children's choirs and mm -hmm. you know children's plays and all all of that stuff and mm -hmm. all all of I mean I just I loved all that yeah. I loved I mean as crazy the busyness I loved the busyness and yeah. the you know um, being tired staying up till three in the morning wrapping presents you know watching I, a Christmas story all night yeah, long yeah, and drinking or, champagne yeah, and wrapping presents yeah. oh wait that's what we do no I, I I still do that. <laughs> Watching It's a Wonderful Life or my yeah. favorites, Charlie Brown Christmas. And I don't know. Yeah. Just, there's something, I guess it's sort of, there's an idealism in it mm -hmm. of wishing and wanting the world to be different mm -hmm. for me. I And I know that I, I have a tendency to live in that place. <sighs> it makes me cry. Well, I was I, just going to say the same thing. I, I live I in that world, place too. I wish the world was different sometimes. Yeah. I really do. And it, it's hard on me sometimes. And yeah. it, and it like now, just thinking about it makes me emotional, makes me cry. Because there's a lot of shitty, and I'm using my potty mouth in a <laughs> podcast, but there are just a lot of crappy, awful things that go on. Mm -hmm. And holidays can be hard for people. Mm -hmm. They've lost loved ones at holiday times. They're estranged from their children or their parents or or, I mean, I think about elderly people who are shoved in an old folks' home and people don't go visit them. And Especially now oh, we're in this just, pandemic and just, there's visiting has dropped uh -huh. off. It's heartbreaking it stuff. Really is. It really is. So, um, you know, maybe this year we can, you know, try to have a, a different perspective and try to reach out to someone who you might know who's alone or mm -hmm. might possibly be hurting or sad because... You know that they don't get to be with their children, or you know that they're estranged from their parents, or just whatever, mm -hmm. you know? And you bring up, you know, you bring up something, you know, you remember those years of busyness and, and activity, and it was such good good times. I I have spent more Christmases than I'm pleased to admit, um, <laughs> mourning what I no longer have. 
Yeah. You know, instead of appreciating appreciating yeah. what I do have. Yeah. And I spent so many years involved in church and involved in those Christmas productions. Right. Um year after year after year, after you year. know, getting ready for it, learning the songs, being in the choir, my husband playing in the orchestra, my kids being involved in angel choir, you know, those kinds of things. Um, for years I wrote um, dramas for church and so I was involved in writing and rewriting and being involved with creative people. Mm-hmm. Um, I directed quite often. Um, you know, it was so much fun for me. It was yeah. so much fun. I felt so appreciated. Right. And I felt valued. Right. And I felt like I was involved in something bigger than me yep. and something that made a difference yep. and brought joy. And and you're using your giftedness. Yeah. You're using all the things, all of your talents. And all of that was so important to me. And then when that all went away, because it did all go very, go away very, very, you know, quickly, like dropped off, you know, the map. Yeah. yeah. And then I spent several years just really mourning. You know, it would it would be December first, and I would think, gosh, if it were, if it were last year, I'd be, you know, selling tickets. To, to come see the Christmas production. Right. I'd be meeting with my cast. I'd be, you know, painting a set. I don't know, you mm-hmm, know. Mm-hmm. And there were all those things I did. And then for years, of course, I was involved in the Christmas per, uh, Christmas play at the theater. Mm-hmm. And Which I, I was in one of those. Absolutely. I directed <laughs> you. You were fabulous. Um, but I've played, you know, I've played the mom, and I've played the town gossip, and I've played the, you know, I've played all these lovely roles in all of these little, you right. know, Christmas productions I've directed. And so now, you know, there's no longer, I no longer have a church that I attend. Right. I no longer have any of that. Haven't done that for several years. And now because of the pandemic, the theater is shut, is shut down. And so there's not a Christmas production for me to be a part of. Mm-hmm. Christmas play. There's not a Christmas story or best Christmas yeah. pageant ever. Yeah, or Dad's no... Christmas miracle. Yeah. None of that is happening. Yeah. And um, so it's easy to to sit back and mourn yeah. oh, that that I, you no longer have. I, I feel you. I feel you. It, it makes you sad. Like, yeah. like weepy, sad. Right. I know. Right. I I miss singing at Christmas Eve services and, you know, yeah. directing my little choir and at my little church that I used to work at. And so what can we do to to combat, especially this year? What what can we do? Well, we're, we, you know, thank you, Zoom. Yeah. This is a commercial for Zoom and or FaceTiming or however people do, but... You really can stay connected with your loved ones through Zoom and FaceTime and I don't know what other platforms there are, but we're doing a couple family Zooms, um, so at least you can talk. Um, my family tradition that we do on my mom's side of the family with my stepdad is, um, which is usually where I would spend Thanksgiving Day, um, we would go around the table and everybody say what they're thankful for Mm -hmm. and so i know we're going to do that this year on zoom so it'll just it'll just be zoom giving (laughs) 
That's awesome. We used to light a candle. We'd go around the the group and light a candle. And as we lit the candle of the person next to us, we would say something kind about them. Oh, I love that. And then so that by the time you got to the end of the circle, everybody's candle was lit and everybody had said something nice about the person next to them. And everybody had had something nice said about them. if, if, If everybody did that when they first showed up, Everyone's in. Oh my God! Everybody has shown up, and we're all here, and this is how we're gonna start it. And we, before before you eat, maybe you have maybe you're having your first drink or whatever. Yeah. You know, and if you did that at the start, I think that would just whoosh, that would just cut it away any kind of spirit of divisiveness that wants to weasel its way in or fighting or arguing about politics boom wouldn't that be incredible what a great what a great word of encouragement i i agree that that is something you know one thing that i've seen uh in the month of november on like facebook is people take it as an opportunity to be thankful in the month of november mm-hmm. so every single day they will put what they're thankful for yeah i've seen that and mm-hmm. um and you know it's something that i haven't done um i you know, might do it privately, but I'm like, uh, nah, I don't want to take part in that. But I should. Yeah. I mean, I think we all should because I've seen people say that they're thankful for, um, you know, outdoor dining. Yeah. Where they can go and get something to eat. They're thankful for uh, Zoom. Zoom. They're, you know, all these things that you a year ago didn't even know that you would appreciate. And Absolutely. Yet now not. it mm-hmm. is saving your life. Yeah. yeah. So. I think I think that we can all learn a little bit from being um, thankful. Mm-hmm. We can be less critical of one another. Yes. If in fact, we just focus on what we're thankful for. Exactly. Stop telling other people how to live. Stop fighting the culture war. Yeah. And just appreciate what you do have. Yeah. And that you have the freedom to, in fact, fight a culture war. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you can fight it with love. <laughs> yeah, that's one of the things we talked about when we talked about loneliness was just, um, you know, trying to see everybody through mm-hmm. um, love glasses, try yeah. to see everybody through yeah. um, a different lens. I'm going to try that thing with the candle. Yeah. I'm, I am. I'm going to try that. You know, I mean, you know, if you imagine, I mean, this year our, our Thanksgiving gatherings are going to be smaller, but let's say it's just four of you. And, and so you're going to sit down at the table and you're going to get ready to eat, mm-hmm. and maybe you're going to pray. Some people, families pray before they eat. Mm-hmm. So maybe you say your prayer or you don't, but, you know, you, it's your house. This is what we're going to do. Right. I'm going to have this candle, and before we eat, I'm, we're going to do this. Yeah. You know, doesn't have just one sentence. About that person. About that person, because yeah. everyone's going to want to be eating. They're not going <laughs> to want... We, we do the... Saying what we're thankful for after we've had our meal. Yeah. You know, and then it gives people, yeah. you know. But if you were put in a position where the first thing you had to do was show gratitude yeah. for the people at your table. Then maybe that would stop or curtail anyone's um, temptation 
to want to pick a fight. <laughs> I remember being at a, a drama convention uh, for for Christians in theater arts um, 20 years ago. And one of the activities that we did was they had us all get into two circles and then two circles, one on the inside, one on the outside, and then turn and face one another in the circle. Mm-hmm. And then, I don't know if you remember, there was a song that was sung occasionally in churches called, um, I think it was, We Are One in the Bonds of Love. I feel like I, I would... And, yeah, we are one in the bonds of love. And it, yeah. it was all about how we're, we're here for each other. I don't remember the lyrics. But they had us look at the person and sing that song. We are one in the bond of love. Mm -hmm. And then you sing like, you know, two lines or three lines. And then there was a little sound that went off and you moved one person. Mm -hmm. And now you're looking at someone else as you're singing Mm -hmm. and you're just reminding each other, we are one. We are in this together. And if you remember back being involved in church choirs and you remember how much animosity and yeah. drama and uh, angst yeah, yeah, that yeah, could yeah, go yeah. on <laughs> within those groups. Well, and now uh, you're put in a position where you have to look at somebody that you might be angry with mm-hmm. and sing, we're in this together. Mm-hmm. And I remember how that impacted me because in this particular group, these are strangers. So it's completely easy to look at them and say, oh yeah, we're, we're in this together. But can you imagine looking at somebody with whom you have a disagreement? Right, and have, well, I mean, as kind of, you know, I mean, I think some people like hate doing those kinds of things, but it's so good to do those kind of things because as uncomfortable as it might feel, that's the work that has to be done to break down the barriers between people to yeah. to have peace and to have healing and reconciliation. There might be something that's uncomfortable mm-hmm. that you are going to have to do to break through so that there can be, you know, community and exchange with another person that there might be an issue with. And if you want to get your body into better shape, you have to fight through the initial pain Mm -hmm. of going to the gym and working these atrophied muscles. You do. And it sucks. It sucks. And it hurts. And and it's painful for maybe a week afterwards. Mm -hmm. But the stronger you get, the more you get to have the benefits of having a physically fit body and the same thing happens with emotional fitness I was just gonna say it's emotional fitness Mm -hmm. totally it totally is and I I think we forget about that you know I think humans forget about that we we forget that we've got yeah we have a physical body that we have to take care of but we also have our emotions and our mind and our spirit and all of that needs to be taken care of too. Right. And part of that is healing relationships that are damaged. And I mean, sometimes they can't be repaired and, and you just agree that you're just going to part your ways. But in my experience, most relationships, even though they may change because there's been something, they can at least be amicable. They can right. at least be... Where when you see someone, you can say hi, feel genuinely happy to see them hi, you know. Yeah. And there doesn't need to be this 
ugly thing. Well, and I have to remind myself uh, that that not everybody's emotional muscles have been worked as, right. maybe as much as mine. And so there's a I can think of a couple of family members maybe. that I have sought mm-hmm. reconciliation with, that I have asked to have conversations with, and they have said no. Yeah. And they want to hug me when they see me. They want but to they, act like everything's okay. But they don't want to discuss it. But they don't want, yeah, to heal. And I need, it, it's what I need mm-hmm. to be whole. I need to have those conversations. I agree with you. But they won't do it with me. And so that makes me feel less than. Mm-hmm. It makes me feel unloved. It makes me feel like I am not a part of the family. Well, and now you're you're sitting in this uncomfortable place and then now then it's you have to then let it go cuz you're right. and that's hard to do. And that's hard. Hard yeah. to do when someone has just got their wall and they just and it's like you've tried and tried to to reach in and to make amends and then absolutely oh, and 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 yet I need to tell myself they are not in that place. They are not mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. And so I, maybe you don't let it go, quote unquote, but you do have to just, you know, appreciate where they are mm-hmm. and hope that they come to a place of emotional exactly. maturity where you can have a conversation. Exactly. And if they don't, then they don't, then they don't. Uh, somebody, I was listening to a podcast and um, this was an interesting little quote that came up. It says, if you find yourself healing from the influences of your tribe of origin, congratulations. Mm. You've entered the state of integral consciousness. Mm. So when you have a lot of healing that has to happen because of stuff from your past church experiences or family Family. experiences or Mm -hmm. whatever, and you find yourself healing, Congratulations. That means that you have entered into this level of consciousness that maybe somebody else isn't yet at. Yeah, yeah. And so you just have to say, well, you know, this is where I am, and I hope that they get there, but if they don't, I'm going to be okay. Because your healing is is important. And I'm not going to lie. I find that difficult because I want to say, if you love me enough, you will... Talk to me. Right. That's what love is. You will want to fix this. That's right. That's right. But the truth of the matter is, is that's not the way it is. Mm -mm. Not all the time. Sometimes it is. Sometimes it is. But sometimes it's not. Yeah. So. Just like you can't look at a person who's, you know, 100 pounds overweight and say, you just need to eat better. Why can't you just eat better? Right. Why can't you walk? Why can't you exercise? Yeah. Well, there may be a whole lot more going on that you don't know anything about and you don't need to be judgmental be judgmental Mm -hmm. at all so thanksgiving's in a couple days yeah you gonna have a nice celebration what are you guys gonna well you know in the pandemic it's um hopefully going to be a little bit smaller um that's the plan is that and it's going to be outside Mm -hmm. and you guys are gonna be cold it's gonna be cold and we're going to be outside, and the people who are going to be there are the people that have been in our bubble for mm-hmm. the past mm-hmm. six months. So we're not too terribly concerned. Mm-hmm. Good. Um, That's good. But it's a little, 
it, it's a little bit, it, it is a little bit scary because I know that there's one or two people that actually are coming in and they believe in the pandemic, but they also believe in living their lives mm -hmm. and you want them to, to, to be as conscientious as sure. we are. Yeah. Um, I don't know that everybody will be, so it's up to us to take care of ourselves yeah. and to do what we feel that we need to do in order to take care of ourselves. Yeah. So there's that element of it. Um, but I, I will say that for the last uh, maybe five or six years, the holidays have been hard for me because there are some unresolved mm -hmm. um, relationships and some unresolved things. Right. And I don't have the kind of, uh, what's the word? I don't have the kind of confidence mm -hmm. that I used to have that I could walk in the room and believe that everybody in this room loved me, even mm -hmm. if they didn't necessarily agree with me. I knew that they loved me. Sure. I don't have that confidence, mm -hmm. you know, for the last four or five years mm -hmm. that I'm loved unconditionally mm -hmm. by by these people. Yeah. So that makes it a little bit hard. Well, so that would I, make it a lot of it hard, I would think. Yeah. You know? So I, I do my best to make it um, special for everybody around me. Um, but I, I'll be honest and say that I don't feel... I, I haven't felt heard for a long for a long time, mm -hmm. and so it is tough. Mm -hmm. It's it's tough, and it's last. In our last podcast, we talked a little bit about loneliness, and it's hard to walk into a group of thirty people and feel lonely. But that is kind of where I'm at. Yeah. But you know what? I'm grateful. I mean, I, I you can be both. I can actually. be both. You actually can be both. You can be. Mm -hmm. You can be. You can find that place of of gratefulness and gratitude. And at the same time, recognize that there's some unresolved hurt and stuff, too. Yeah. And because of the pandemic, I will have all three of my kids in my bubble um, over Thanksgiving for the first time in maybe 15 years. That would be lovely. Wow. So, nice. um, and now we all were together back in August when my daughter got married. Mm -hmm. So that also was lovely. Mm -hmm. So those are the things that I'm, that I'm holding on to and appreciative of right now is... Uh, yeah. Is is our little bubble? Yeah, yeah. You know, and even though the pandemic is hard, it's it's got it's got my little family together. Yeah, so. that's great. I, I I get to have one of my kids with me and his girlfriend, and my daughter is gonna stay in where she lives, and we're gonna do our little Zoom. There's just a lot awesome. of people just don't feel comfortable traveling, and so um, so ours will be very small. Yeah, but that's okay. That's okay. And are you doing, do you do all the traditional foods? I am. I'm going to try. I don't, typically, my stepfather does all the cooking. And, and he's not going to be a part of it. He's not going to be part oh. of it. Oh. And so, yeah, so, you know, and we've talked about how un, I'm not a cook. I mean, I can cook, <laughs> but I'm just not, I'm just not. I don't say, you know, when someone says, what do you like to do? Oh, I like to cook. And No, I would not put that even number 10. And when you do cook, <laughs> are you adventurous at all or are you? Yeah, I, I mean, yesterday I spent a couple hours honestly looking around for kind of some traditional things and maybe a way to, you know, cook my sweet potatoes that are going to be different and, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. So, um, you know, it'll be, it'll be. It'll be great. I'm going to make a couple of things that I haven't made in many, many, many years because 
um, we're getting together with my husband's side of the family. And then the next day, we're just going to go visit my mom and and her husband, who's struggling with a lot of health problems right now. And so I thought, well, I'm going to make some Swiebach, which is a German um, roll. Oh. It's it's basically just bread, but it's, um, it's like a, a large, a, a big... A, it's like a little tiny snowman with a, a, a piece of dough and then a smaller dough on top of that. And okay. then it rises and it's just bread. But um, it's it's a particular German dish. And so I'm going to make that. And, that sounds um, very adventurous. Yeah. And so I'm going to bring that over to my mom's and um, hopefully she'll appreciate that and you know, be mm-hmm. grateful for that because it's a very much a part of our of our childhood yeah. and of my memories. I might make some Veronica, which um, is also a German dish. It's like a big fried ravioli, basically. Oh. I think I all, have to come to your house. <laughs> <laughs> I think all all uh, nationalities have their you know stuffed bread. Yeah. Whether it's ravioli or Veronica yeah. <laughs> or Birox yeah. or yeah. you know whatever. Yeah. And stuffed so bread. <laughs> You can't go wrong, stuffed people. Bread or stuffed pasta. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, even you know the Chinese have the egg rolls, and you know mm-hmm. everybody's got That's their right. stuffed pasta. That's right. Can't go wrong with that. That's right. So, uh, so I'm going to make a couple of things that are just kind of reminiscent. You know, my son. We grew up um, eating a lot of vegetarian food. When I mean, I grew up vegetarian, so my kids grew up being introduced to a lot of vegetarian food. And so my son said, you know what I really want? I want the fried fake chicken. That's what I want. There's just something very, you know, reminiscent about that. And I'm like, I can do that. I can make the fried fake chicken. Okay, this is a whole other <laughs> podcast, but you grew up Seventh-day Adventist. And yeah. that, I just connected that, that they're vegetarians. So yeah. when, how old were you when you had like your first bite of Thanksgiving turkey? Well, I will say that there were two things that we would that, that we were that we would you cheat. You guys were cheaters. That we were cheaters. <laughs> One was Thanksgiving turkey, oh, okay. <laughs> and the other thing was the occasional fried chicken. Oh, and it wasn't very often, but it was oh such a treat. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's very funny to be raised Seventh Day Adventist and go to the potlucks and stuff where there's all these vegetarian dishes. Don't you guys go to church on Saturday? I went to church on Saturday vegetarian food and and you know all about the health I put in quotes the health message mm-hmm. which is something that we were taught from very young um but boy when you went to a potluck there was twice as many desserts as oh. there were vegetarian <laughs> <laughs> so sugar was uh was part of our diet as well so like and a lot of salt. I mean, the well, vegetarian meats are full filled with well, salt. Well, I, I know. My well, my daughter soy. is has been a vegetarian for a long time, and so we always buy her this thing called a tofurkey. Uh huh. Yeah. And she brings it up, and she puts all of her little vegetables in there, and it's in this little teeny little um, what's it called? Um, Dutch oven. It's a small okay. little, a little, Dutch little oven. one, yeah. Yeah, and you yeah. put that in there. And um, it's good. It is good. Mm-hmm. It is good. I've had that quite a lot. Yeah. And so um, one of the things that I found out recently is that I'm allergic to soy, and it, it doesn't... So you can't eat that. I really can't eat it. Um, but that fried chicken is soy protein. That's that's what it is. And um, I, went and, I went down to the Seventh-day Adventist 
food store the other day and bought a 15-ounce can or maybe 24-ounce can, a big can, of this uh, fried chicken pieces. I need to that go are in kind there. of a, a, um, a, a gravy. It kind of comes in this sort of a gravy is kind of thing and you take out these chunks of soy protein and I usually dredge them in flour. I was gonna say like it like an egg in a flour like yeah. you would just and then fry them up. Yeah and they're really good. Okay I'm gonna do yes that. you totally need to go and You're, if you when need we help uh, when we're done with this you need to tell me where that store is. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> and so my son asked for that and so those are a couple of the things that I'm gonna do for Thanksgiving this year is kind of reminiscent That's of fun. Thanksgiving's past. How fun is that? That's and food fun. memories are very strong I think for all of us yeah you know I'm making a chocolate pie because my daughter hasn't been here home for Thanksgiving for many years and she loves I mean she did love chocolate cream pie who knows if it's still one of her favorites but I'm making it whether she wants whether she wants me to or not she's gonna like it she's gonna like it her new husband loves cheesecake so I'm making a cheesecake um, you know, because I, I know that food that food is important. Yeah. And for me, you love to give gifts. For me, I like to cook. I actually have a running list of people's favorite desserts. And so when it's their birthday, that's what I make for them okay. for their birthday. Well, I better get on that and tell you what mine is. Yeah, you need to tell me so that I can add it to my yeah. to your well, birthday my, mine's, file. Mine's easy, so you don't have to even do anything. So. Tell us now. Tell me. I like ice cream. Oh, ice cream. <laughs> you know what? That's probably my favorite, too. Mm-hmm. Almost like, any like kind of ice cream. ice cream. We have an ice cream place that's not very far from here that... Really, really good. That's really, really mm-hmm. good. Yeah. 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 Well. Gratitude. This, gratitude, thanks. Thanksgiving, holidays, all good stuff. You know, and I, I think that the one piece of the information that I'd like to kind of leave everybody with is if you just... Think about lighting a candle, whether you do it for real or you just think about it. Mm -hmm. Look at the people that you're celebrating with, whether it's on Zoom or in person, Mm -hmm. and think, what do I... What do I like about that person? Mm-hmm. Forget love. Love is yeah. love is almost easy. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. just kind of that like. like mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. that can be difficult. Yeah. What do I like about that person? And kind of focus on that. And yeah. let's see if we can spread a little bit more love, especially during this holiday season. Um, you know, we've got a, a new incoming president. We've got we, we need to put the culture war on the back burner mm-hmm. and uh, think and about it, what we have in common. Yeah. I think that's a great place to to end. So happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah.